This is Making Her Magic, the podcast. One, two, three, four. A podcast to teach you how to actually adult in life. How to run a business. How to create a balanced mindset. How to create goals, habits, and routines to serve you the best way they possibly can. This is the best advice for the best version of you. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Making Her Magic, the podcast. I'm Amy, and this is episode number four of my December mini series, where I give you two short potties a week that are snippets of valuable information without the long time commitment. So this mini app is going to be all about confirmation bias and how it affects our decision making, the way we debate and who we debate with, and how we can start to take ourselves out of this mindset. Because essentially being in a confirmation bias mode all day, every day is how we stay stagnant and stubborn in our lives and belief systems. By releasing the bias, you open up new doors to different perspectives and people who you might not have been open to before. Let's get into it. First of all, let's define what confirmation bias really is. According to Britannica.com, confirmation bias is the tendency to process information by looking for or interpreting information that is consistent with one's existing beliefs. This biased approach to decision-making is largely unintentional and often results in ignoring inconsistent information, end quote. Now, in short, it's a way for our brains to process information that we can fully understand. You might not be able to understand the other side of the story, so your brain searches for the version that makes sense to you. As the definition says, it does unfortunately result in us ignoring inconsistent information that we believe in and therefore don't believe has any flaws at all. So COVID right now is an amazing example of confirmation bias with the divide we have over vaccinations and whatnot. Largely, the people against vaccinations and mandatory rules will have an abundance of information other than actual studies, sorry, not sorry, that will prove their point, that will confirm what they are speaking and believing. And on the other side, people who are pro-vax will also have an abundance of information supporting their belief, including anecdotal stories, scientific studies, and general stats that you can Google. Again, this is called a bias for a reason. When, quote unquote, researching, you are Googling the questions you want answered in a way that has a bias towards the answer that you want. So the only true unbiased research is peer-reviewed research papers that have been looked over again and again by multiple scientists and people who study to either confirm or deny the study itself. It takes a very emotionally intelligent person to say, okay, here are two sides of the story. Let me look at the cold hard facts myself without any confirmation bias or expectations or predetermined ideas about the situation and see what results I can find. No matter what the outcome, this result is going to be the non-bias and the truth. Another point made by the definition by Britannica was that confirmation bias can actually be conscious or it can be unconscious. This is very similar to something like having a limiting belief where you might truly believe that you could never run your own business and will point out all the flaws in yourself and faults as to why you can't, but you don't actually have any hard evidence to back that up. Like, 
failing a gazillion times or like dumping a ton of money and losing out. I mean, even then, it's not really a reflection of you as a business owner. It's just a reroute into another path that you're meant to be on, in my opinion. But the point is these predetermined beliefs or biases can sway your decision making in a way that can be a lot larger in the scheme of things. A fantastic example of confirmation bias that I have is to do with my other business where I do massage therapy. So I see a lot of people who have acute injuries or chronic injuries and who have done all the Googling that they possibly can to come up with a solution to their pain. Now, when they come to me, I ask, okay, does this hurt? What about this? Can I move it this way? Can you flex this, stretch that? And they begin to unconsciously feel, quote unquote, pain or restriction in areas that Google has told them is common with whatever injury they have determined themselves to have. This is obviously very dangerous and can be super harmful to the client because in the long term, you only get worse or Um, what we call secondary injuries to the original one due to ignoring the other signs and facts that you may have been skipping over to cater for your confirmation bias. This is called selective anchoring. So when you focus on the wrong piece of evidence just because it matched your initial belief, therefore you seek out more evidence to back up this belief. Selective anchoring can also be seen in certain studies which can skew the end result, but once re-reviewed or peer-reviewed, Often the study will get deemed invalid and have to be redone. Do you need a pick-me-up? The weekly magic update is for the lady who needs midweek motivation, accountability, and a self-care reminder straight to her inbox. You will receive a special message from myself every Wednesday, guaranteed to give you tangible tips and a fresh perspective. Subscribe by heading to makinghermagic.com, scroll down to subscribe to our newsletter and enter your email address. See you there. So after all this, how can you overcome confirmation bias? Let's start by discussing your ego and how it tries to keep your mind small. Your ego is that inner voice that tells you the things that you want to hear, like confirming you are right in a certain situation. Remember that you don't know everything. No one does. You could live to be over 100 and still not know absolutely everything in the world. Be comfortable asking questions and having your theories or beliefs debunked because that's how we learn and grow and be better people. The second thing is to learn to think for yourself. You can listen to others and your family and your friends, but that doesn't mean you have to take everything that they say as Bible. You have your own mind and thoughts and the power to come to whatever conclusion you like. So by letting others influence your thinking, you are only doing yourself a disservice. The third thing is to be okay with challenging thoughts and opinions from others. Having disagreements with people should be seen as a learning curve and one that you can use to your advantage and not be seen as such a negative thing. Take on everyone's point of view and that way you can create your own unbiased view around these uh, pieces of information that you gather. The more broad and unbiased information you seek, the more evidence you have for your beliefs to form. 
I hope this mini app was helpful for you. Please share this with someone who will find this interesting and let me know if you like this one a lot because I really enjoy learning about the mind and how we can use it to our advantage. So if you want more episodes like this, send me a DM on Making Her Magic's Instagram. Otherwise, I'll talk to you next week.